amazing when I work that out. <laughs> it's, it makes oh. it does make the world a difference. <laughs> oh, I could, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Just hitting back and and then hitting the zombies that are behind you as well. Yes. Well, or missing them completely. Well, that can be our, oh shit! I'm I can be our news resolution for 2017. No more wanking off about Resident Evil 4. Yeah, except this is blatantly going to be the intro for the first podcast in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, never mind. Right, <laughs> let's 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 do this then. Hello and welcome back to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. Right, so probably a week later than everyone else has, we're going to do our. Favourite games of 2016. Ooh. But not so fast. Ooh. The favourite games we played of 2016. It's not just going to be the games from 2016. It's going to be games that we played that maybe we should have played before and then games that we possibly played from 2016. With well. the caveat that it's those sorts of games that we may have missed when they first mm. came out, even if that was 20 years ago, Yeah, but we played for the first yeah. time this year as well no, as some of this year ne- last year yeah as well as some of the games from last year as well so it's basically an excuse for us to just chat about whatever we feel like in the loose guise of a yearly review pretty much it's about games yeah. <laughs> something I suppose let's get it out of the way shall we let's talk about Inside now and then it's done for like one minute one minute maximum because okay. we've t- spoken about Inside so much okay oh, I think my watch has- oh no it does have a second hand okay okay right okay so Inside's really good. I mean, what else do we need to say apart from... No, I mean, not a lot. It, you know, it just showed what you can do hmm. with a fairly limited tool set and a limited budget and a limited team and still do something absolutely incredible. And a human skull. A human, human skull, skull, yeah. Probably my game of the year as well, I would say. I would games I played, still the yeah. one that I'd... Hammer on the head, these, it is my game of 2016. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't think there's anything that comes close. I think I see a lot of them in the awards and as I've played a few of them. And as much as I've liked them, I think Inside is probably still the best game I've played this year. Yeah. The, the best experience I've had playing a game. It's the year. one I'm still puzzling over. Yeah. It's the one I'm still thinking about, and every now and then I, something will happen to me in the real world that will make me think, oh, I, you know, I'll see a flight of metal stairs or something, I'll think, oh, that kind of looks like the bit... It's just, mm. even on a subconscious mm. level... It must resonates. really wind up AAA developers who have spent $15 billion getting the sound effect of their AK-47 right. And yeah, absolutely. little indie game comes along and it's just better in every single way just so the most fluid game I've played ever probably no there is never a prompt in that game but Mm. you know exactly what you're doing at every point Um, it's funny there is only one way to move yeah it is forward yeah and whether that be traversing up down left or right it's you still feel like you're moving forward you are pressing on you are getting deeper into whatever you are moving towards and it's it's just so well done. I mean, I remember we, we spoke at length about all sorts of things, like even just the tiny animation mm. of when you finally get past that bit with the siren mm. and you come up through that um, uh, you come out through that trap door mm. and he, you can tell the little boy is just, you know, he's corpsing for breath. He yeah. just needs breath. And it's just this... You can see this animation of him dripping with, yeah. with cold and fear and... It's just a momentary sort of, I can let my guard down for a moment. He was just brilliantly yeah, at Even little so, things so like the, the siren, the way the hair kind of hangs in the water. Awesome. Mm. Just beautifully done. And I see it on Game Awards lists, and every time I see it, I kind of get goosebumps, because it, it, it really had an effect on me, that game. It's just a beautiful game, well put together. Yeah. Do we need to say anything more? 
We probably shouldn't. We banged on about this for so yeah. long. If you want to know about Inside, listen to literally any of the other podcasts we've ever recorded. Or indeed the one that we dedicated yeah. entirely to. To Inside. Inside. Yeah, yeah. Hour and a half chatting about Inside. So who wants to kick us off then? Um, okay, well I'll kick us off with something that we have, again, once again, already spoken about. Yeah. Um, it's Dishonored 2. Yeah. It's I got to my say, list. I was blown away with how good this was. This wasn't just a sequel that kind of get, uh, kind of went... Let's do more of the same. Although it does do more of the same. Mm-hmm. It kind of went, well, you know what? We know what what people liked. We know what worked. We know um, what didn't work so well in the first game. And we're going to refine some of those edges. The powers now feel more natural to use. You just, you just kind of use them now. They're just almost like you get to the point with some of these characters where they've had them for 20 years now. Or so, and so it would just be like second nature. It shouldn't be hard to use these things. Mm. They're just part of life. And actually, if you play the two campaigns, even though they're the same campaign but with different characters, Corvo feels like a weary, weary assassin who's just using his powers to reclaim the empire. Whereas the um, whereas Emily Caldwin, she's been given these powers, and they are devastatingly useful. Mm. And she's just very good at executing them. You just feel in control, and it's got some fantastic levels. It's got some fantastic enemies. It's got the the bit I loved so much about the first game was that you didn't have to just kill hmm. your person, you know, the, the the target that you're trying to kill. You can actually destroy their lives <laughs> in a much more satisfying. You will never be able to do what you do now because yeah. I am going to do something horrendous to you, which means you will be excommunicated or or basically rendered an imbecile um, or you know just completely unable to do anything you've done before. It's so good you can. It actually makes you feel more vindictive and more powerful not to kill your targets. And it it just encourages exploration. I love exploration uh, games that encourage that kind of, you know, picking through things to find new ways around it. It was mm. just very good. I found myself gripped. Mm. I just played it religiously for about two weeks until I played both sides of the campaign. You did both in the end? Yeah, you and I just thought, both, yeah. brilliant. Absolutely superb. I couldn't really fault it. There were a few technical issues at points. There was a, there, it was one of the only Xbox One games I've actually played that had a bit of frame rate chug, mm. Um, mm. which is not something you usually expect these days. Not really, no. No, and it was because I, do you know what? I can't even understand what it was. It was actually in the level uh, somewhere near the beginning where you go to a sort of an old mental asylum, and I went into one particular room that just seemed to be difficult for the game. And there was just a little bit of chug, and I was like, oh, God, what was that? But it passed very quickly, mm. and then I was right back in the room. It was very good. And it's very good at world building. It's very good at making you feel like you're there. Yeah. You kind yeah. of get a bit sucked into it. It's very good. Very good. Cool. Can't really awesome. fault it. You guys played it? Or? No, no, it's on my list. I've got a mental list. Mental. Mental list mental of... Um, I'm going to do Battlefield 1 next, then Gears 4, and then no, Dishonored 2. Uh. Then... I'm gonna do um, Deus Ex. <laughs> really? Finally. Finally. Finally, yeah. And then Watch Dogs 2. Fair enough. And at that point, Mass Effect's out, and I don't have any free time anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's wank. Over Mass Effect? Yes, definitely. <laughs> Very possible. <laughs> Very possible indeed. <laughs> yeah. Russ, what you played this year? Uh, what have we got for this year? I really enjoyed Super Hot. Oh, it was, it was amazing. I love that game so much. Such a great concept. It's a puzzle game disguised as an action game. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. And it, also, one you can just sort of... You can download, play solidly for a week, and then just, just leave it. You know, mm. it, was, it was really good. 
the sort of the, the kind of sketched on sort of slightly neuromancery story that yeah. they had. The meta plot is mm. really quite mm. good. Quite cool. Uh, just just way of sort because of, they just got this brilliant concept and gone, that'd be a fantastic game. They didn't need to try and put any story around it. No. It could have just had a series of levels. But I love uh, it, it it works. It's time moves really when cool. you do. Mm. Simple. I love the idea that this is what happens in a bar fight. This is yeah. in a lift. This is just yeah. Oh, there's loads of just like typical action scenes. My yeah. favorite level, the one that I go back to, that I go back to when I play Super Hot, the yeah. one that I'm really looking forward to is, is elevator pitch. Yeah, where you are there in the elevator with oh, three like, guys around, around you. you. You've got no weapon. No. Yeah. And it's like punch one, grab, grab the, the gun, gun, shoot here. Yeah. Move, move out the yeah. way, bam, smack that guy yeah. in the face, throw the gun at this guy. Doors open, yeah. Doors go open, yeah. fucking shotgun blast yeah. comes through. Oh, my yeah, God. Like you have to have thrown the gun at the door before the doors start opening. Yeah, it, it's brilliant. Yeah, just to stun the guy enough to get out of the lift, yeah, grab the shotgun, boom, the guy next to him, smack the other guy. Yeah. Oh, it's so so fucking that one. I also I really love the one where you go into a bar. Yes. And like you can like pick up the, the pool balls and yeah, throw them, and, yeah. and there's the guy behind the bar, and you can get the shotgun, and you yes. sort of you fire it, and like all the bottles go. Yeah, so great, very very clever. And then getting to the end of the level, and it strings it all together. What you did, and it's sort of four seconds of action. Yeah, of, that you would never have been able to achieve in real time. And it makes you look like a pro gamer when, yeah. You, yeah. when you're when you're playing. Yeah, I am. Um, that was one of the one of the first ones I Twitch um, streamed. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. It? We're going to get back into that, by the way, people listening. We will be doing some Twitch streaming. I might rope some people in. To that was good. I got a few messages from people yeah. on um, uh, on the Xbox afterwards, actually saying, mm. "Oh, are you going to do other games and, and stuff like that?" Which we'll definitely do some of them. Excuse me. You excuse. Windy pops. Windy pops. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm leaving that one in. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, we'll definitely get back to Twitch streaming because that was. That was a lot of fun. I, I was watching it as well. So, yeah. yeah, you were. I, I twi- Twitch, tri- Twitch streamed. Twitch streamed. I, twi- I Twitch streamed a little bit of Overwatch, which we'll get to in a minute. Probably. I think I was playing. I think I was playing one of the um, endless levels. Mm. I think it was mm. the one in the laboratory. What a great idea as well. The idea that you can just have these levels where just bad guys just keep coming at you. Yeah. And just keep playing for as long as you want to play. Yeah. Basically, it's I want to go back good. to it and try some of the like sort of trying to complete it. Like only using the katana, mm. things like that. There's, there's some really good achievements that you can you can try and get. Yeah, there's that one yeah. in the um, it's like the art museum, isn't it, with the vases on the side, oh, and you're yeah, dodging yeah. from side to side to throw the vase at the person, grab his gun, shoot down the the aisle. Yeah, yeah. The office block was quite good. Oh yeah, that was quite a good one as well. You're in that cubicle, and um, the only weapon you've got to start with is a phone in front mm. of you. <laughs> Pick up the phone. That's the first thing. Yeah, wang it into someone's them, yeah. head, grab their gun, and then it's just chaos. Yeah, there are guys coming from every side of the office. It's just it. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's so so clever. Such yeah, really good game. Good mm. choice. Good choice, Russ. Definitely. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I'll start with the one. I think the first game I completed last year, which was Her Story, which is the one on the phone. Oh, I played on the phone. You can yes. get it on PC as well. Um. Probably not the only FMV game we might mention, or at least get a shout out in this today, at least. I, would I think say. so. Um, and it was engrossing. It's game in the loosest term. You watch a load of videos and try and piece them together, try and figure out what order they go in, and you try and figure out what's happening through all the videos. So, the idea is you search a word. So you'll have four videos, and 
the, the last video she goes murder I suppose it is murder oh, sorry the first video is that and then the last video is her going I'd like to speak to my lawyer now and the idea is that it's her husband that's died if I can remember a long time ago well last year I played this and you've got to try and figure out exactly what happened um, so so when she goes murder, I suppose it is murder, first thing you do, type in murder into, the, into your search function, brings up any video that's got the word murder in it. And so you watch all the videos piece. And the idea is you, there's a hundred videos and you've got to uncover all of the videos. And by the end, you know, pretty much know what's happened, but you still want to uncover all the videos. So you start typing really random words. Like you start watching the <laughs> rewatching the videos. But the twist in it is excellent. And you can kind of see it coming. Uh, depending on what you type in. And I'd imagine some people saw it coming a lot earlier than some other people, depending on how they went about finding the right videos. But I was sitting there with my Xbox, with I think about four games downloading on it, and I was sitting there on my phone playing this game instead. <laughs> yeah. Because it was engrossing and really, really good fun. So if I'd say if you can get it on your phone, get it on your phone. Really, really good. Wow. It's definitely one of those games that I, I read a lot about mm. when it had come out, and even PC Gamer was they were yeah. extremely flattering about it. The acting in it's incredible as well. She's, well, that's she's what amazing. They said, yeah. yeah, they said mm. that she she really holds the whole thing together, mm. and and it's her body language and everything like that that just sells the game. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah, Great it's definitely game. one to pick out. Definitely be on my list of 2017. I reckon. Yeah, give give it a go. I would wait till it's cheap, but yeah, yeah, give it a go. Nice. Back to you, Tom. Well, from one FMV to another, yep. this was one of the ones that I was holding back as a kind of trump card, actually. Um, I've got to give full credit to uh, a friend of mine, Simon, and his, um, and his mates um, for creating The Bunker, which was a big surprise for me. And I'm not going to say that it's the most perfect game I've ever played. I'm not going to say it's the best FMV game I've ever played, but it was certainly a big surprise and one that I really enjoyed playing. And I, I got through it in a night. Mm. Um, Same. It's very, very good. It's very suspenseful. For anyone who doesn't know the bunker, it's an FMV uh, video game set in a nuclear bunker uh, many, many years after some nuclear apocalypse has happened. Um, and you are the uh, initially not the lone survivor, but you are the lone survivor and suddenly things start going wrong, mm. almost unexplainedly. And it's up to you to brave the empty bunker and find out what's happened yeah and try and fix it and try and get out and that's it that's the very simple premise and there's a very good story it's got a very nice twist it's got some great actors including the main character who was one of the hobbits from the hobbit mm. no not the hobbit from the hobbit he was a dwarf in the hobbit yeah um and some several other uh, familiar faces it's very good it was all shot in a real nuclear bunker yeah. in the uk so mm. the atmosphere is spot on um, it's very, very good, very worth your time, and it's actually on offer at the moment on Xbox One. Yeah. So, uh, and I think on other ones as well. I'd imagine so. Yeah. yeah. The Bunker, very good. And I know Dan's played it as well. I really liked the idea of the game that it's this guy who has to break his routine. Yeah. Like he's so his routine has kept him alive for his routine that since he was since he was born basically, mm. and his mother's instilled this one routine where he. Even to the extent that when he's an adult, and spoil, it's not really a spoiler, she's dead at the start of the game. Yeah. So um, he's still reading stories to his dead mother. Yeah. And that's part of the routine, so he does it. And then mm. something starts going wrong. 
so he has to do things that are not part of his routine and he's constantly out of his comfort zone and you really feel that you're there with him yeah. out of his comfort zone the look of fear on his face as he does almost anything yeah. and do you know what I quite liked I quite liked that he was the, the, the flashbacks to what happened which kind of revealed mm. the story happen as he goes to areas of the bunker that mm. he may have been in at one point but hasn't been for 10, 15, yeah. maybe 20 years. So he's reliving them as, uh, you relive them as he relives them. He walks out onto a stairwell where he overheard a conversation. That's where you get the logical placement for the flashback. Mm. He relives the terrifying es escape from something previously in his life in the location that mm. he was being chased or whatever. It's very good, it's a nice progressive story and you do feel, you know, like I said, it isn't technically one of the best games I've ever played. No. I think the exploration side of it disappears a bit unwelcomely. Um, you, you get a quite nice um, sort of first hour or so where you feel like, oh my God, I could go anywhere. And it kind of bottlenecks you mm. into, a, into a progression after that. But I didn't really think about it until I finished the game. I kind mm. of went back and thought... Oh, it's funny, I was actually searching through a lot of drawers and going through a lot of doors earlier, and, and I didn't really seem to do a lot of that, but the atmosphere and the story just kept me going. I mean, yeah, if you're, after, if you're after gameplay, it's not the game to play, without question. Absolutely not. But the story's great, because it, 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 gameplay-wise, I would say it's probably a telltale game without the choices. Yeah. But story-wise, it's fantastic, and you really feel like you're, you're part of the game, so yeah. it's absolutely brilliant. I'm mm. not entirely sure whether we're still under NDA, because... Simon, um, when he first gave it to me, said, um, you're absolutely able to talk about anything you want to, but just don't talk about what happens after the after the ladder. Mm. Um, there's a bit with a ladder, which is actually quite a poignant scene, and he just said, don't, tell, don't say anything about that. And we never did talk about it, actually, after no. that, so I don't know whether we're still necessarily under NDA at this <laughs> point. But yeah, thank you to Simon for letting us have a look at some review code. We will get him on the podcast at some point. We, we talk have about to. This. We yeah. have to find out what Splendy Games are doing next. Because it's more of the same. I'm happy with that. That's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Russ. Awesome. Uh, so probably the, the game that I've spent most time playing this year is Just Cause 3. Yes. Which is so stupid. <laughs> And the plot makes no sense. The characters are dreadful. It glitches. It freezes. But it is so much fun to play. I've got it sitting at home. It's another mm -hmm. game sitting at home waiting to be played. I picked it up in the Black Friday sales. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, I mean, you can just happily waste hour after hour after hour in that game. It's so, so much fun to do. The uh, I've been playing the DLC stuff for it, which is all right. But they make you a bit overpowered, so they turn your sort of like your wingsuit has a jet engine on it, so you can basically just fly around, <laughs> which is like half the fun of the, the sort of the combination of your parachute, the wingsuit, and your grappling hook. You can get two anywhere, and it feels really satisfying doing it, and like quite skillful. Mm. Whereas now you can just go uh, jet boost. Um, the mech is quite good though. It's got like a, it's got like a gravity. It's got a gravity gun on it. <laughs> that you can so you can pick up, you know you can you can sort of pick up a helicopter and fire it at a gas canister, which then takes off into the air. And you can catch it with the gravity gun, and point it at another thing, and let go, and it sort of jets off. That's pretty. Explodes. So all the sort of like the the domino falling consequences are so good. Like, there's achievements for things like the most explosions that you can cause in a chain reaction from a single bullet <laughs> so you, you fire one bullet into a, a gas canister and it jets off and you can set up these colossal 
lot of nuclear explosions from it. Um, it's so much fun. <laughs> and you, you can abuse animals to a horrendous degree as well. You can attach those little um, those little jets to cows. Yeah. And they just sort of fly off into the air and then boom, boom. Yeah. You've got, like an, you've got an infinite supply of, you know, sticky explosives. Mm. Not remotely explained where you're keeping them. <laughs> and as you... So everything's upgradable throughout the game. So like you're... You know, initially the sort of the tether things, you've only got three of them and you end up with, I think, six. So you can set sort of two points and then when you pull one of the triggers, everything gets pulled together <laughs> and you can make them more powerful. So I guess then you can just yank down buildings with them. Amazing. And uh, yeah, you get your little, your little jetpack explosives that you can just attach. So you just wander around in the city, putting them on people's faces <laughs> and triggering tr- tr- it. And this little fisherman type bloke would just go, whoa, fly off into the air. And then explode. <laughs> um, yeah, you attach them to just people's cars as they're driving past, and it shoots them off the side of a mountain. Oh, it's just too much fun. You can hang around at the end of an airport, sort of trying to catch a plane as it takes off, and then quickly attach it to a passing passenger, like just someone walking along the, the road. They fly off into the air, and if so, you can do that, and then you jump in your helicopter and follow them, and it will just keep flying across the map with this helpless person <laughs> dangling until you let them go. Yeah, I mean, it's probably quite a good game for exposing psychopath serial killers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can do some really horrendous things, but then also like you say that, and there's some of the stuff that you've done, right? There's no, there's no sort of like the heat rating thing is just for the military, so. Once you've liberated a town or whatever, you can wander around abusing the civilian population, (laughs) slaughtering them, setting up elaborate traps and tripwires and things, and still every time you bump into someone, they're like, Rico, the saviour of the rebellion. (laughs) You're never getting any trouble. It's like a completely consequence-free game. It's brilliant. I love it. I love it. Well, if we're doing games that we played the most of... um, Although I haven't played it in probably three, four months, the game I probably played the most this year was Overwatch. For a good two, three months, that was all I played, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun, but I got pretty bored of it in the end. Like, Sarah still plays it, she loves it, but she's got like a group of them that, that sit and play it. And I overhear some of their conversations, and it's a bit weird. And um, <laughs> so I, I'm now... if I Because I, I, play, I played with her once, and she was like... She was very kind. She was very <laughs> with how bad I was doing, and I was just like, I don't want to play this with you. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just holding you back. I know I am. You're being, you're nothing. You've done. You're doing great, <laughs> and I, do, I just apologise for how bad I'm doing. So, this is your thing. <laughs> you play that now. So, it's a really fun first-person shooter in terms of multiplayer games. Probably the only multiplayer game in the last five, maybe six years that I've actually got engrossed in and actually played continually mm. for mm. a couple of months so that there must be something there but I think maybe I've moved away from multiplayer games a bit and eventually the, after the shine's worn off it and you realise you're playing with the usual multiplayer crowd then you know yeah. loses interest what I'll say is the way it's set up the best thing about it is that you can be any kind of skill level and you still be you can still play Overwatch you, you can somebody pl- start playing Overwatch tomorrow would still be welcomed into the game as much as someone that's been playing since it came out yeah. pretty much solidly. And the joy of it is that, that someone new to it stands as much chance of being useful as someone who's been playing it for a while. I got, that's what I quite like about Battlefront. 
Yes. There's no... Yeah. There's none of those perks and progression things. I mean, there are, but they don't really make that much difference. Yeah. It's, and, it's usually cosmetic stuff. So. Yeah, and it's so... You're just sort of randomly assigned a team, and it's over really quickly anyway. So you don't just get dicked on by mm. some incredibly skillful 14-year-old. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, definitely. Yes. Yeah, that's the yeah. curse of Halo these days, isn't it? Halo, most most most, most uh, online shooters. If you don't, I call it GT multiplayer. It's just not fun anymore. No, if you don't start I playing I never it, never really found it fun. Mm. I used to. The Modern Warfare Two, I was, I played an awful lot of. Uh, I quite like the co-op multiplayer stuff. Mm. The 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 general free for all stuff mm. was always just. I, I enjoyed it because I, I had couldn't do it. three, four people I was playing it with at the time, and that, I, I, I found that fun. But you got a good KD, man. <clears throat> my KD was terrible. That was it. Yeah, I, I was. I was there for my ability to for uh, witty quips mm. and um, for comebacks when teenagers were hassling us. Oh, really? I think that's all I was there for because yeah. that was pretty useful. Any choice ones that sort of spring to mind? None that I wish to share. <laughs> no, your <laughs> my, my favourite one was um, when I, I can't remember what it was. I, I said something and then went quiet, so it looked like I'd muted him yeah. and waited till he said something embarrassing when he thought I wasn't there and then just ripped on him for, <laughs> for the rest of the game. Um, but yeah, Overwatch is it's good fun. I'd recommend it if you after a multi, uh, first person first person shooter multiplayer game that. You don't necessarily want to take too seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair dues, bro. Yeah. Fair dues. Uh, I think it's probably time for me to wax lyrical. Um, I did a thing this uh, in 2016, which... Um, <laughs> I did a bad thing. <laughs> um, I did a thing that uh, I thought was going to be a bad thing that turned out to be a great idea. It was trading in my Xbox 360 for a PS3 and the greatest hits like the Uncharted games, mm. the Resistance games and various other things that I completely missed when um, they were all out because I was playing everything on Xbox 360 and um, a game that consumed me for at least two months was The Last of Us which is just great it's just great I mean every, <laughs> everything anyone said about it about it being one of the best games that's ever been made is absolutely right. It is a really, really good game. It's absolutely perfect. And it's perfect because the story's so good and the characters, the main characters, are so well written. It's classic Naughty Dog story writing in the sense that none of the other characters are really developed that well. Mm. But the two that are focused on, Ellie and Joel, are absolutely bloody marvellous. You can't help but like them. Even though Joel is a horrible... um, moralless and very questionable anti-hero mm. you can't help but love him because he is this kind of rock that you want to get inside and know about and Ellie is just adorable because she's just she's all full of life like a 14 year old should be but she's also very dark in the sense that she's seen a lot of terrible things the world is perfect mm. it looks like you'd imagine the world would look if 30 years previously civilization had collapsed and everything just stood still. The, you know, the cityscapes are filled with vegetation reclaiming what was once bustling high highways, and there are creaking buildings leaning against each other. It's just great. It looks good. The exploration is is good, even though you are definitely on rails. Yeah, it's a, like a kind of an arena thing. Like you come into a new area and you've got to work out how to get through it. Mm. The clickers as enemies, the clickers, the fungal infected humans are very scary because mm. they can't see you but you're pretty sure they can hear you and every time you move you're fucking terrified because they suddenly swing around very erratically towards you and you think, oh my god, I've been spotted. 
and then they totally turn around again and start walking away and you think okay I can just probably enter yeah, into that bit of cover over there and then they turn around again and then they have seen you and you run 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 and you try and get the fuck away or you, you lose your you use your last three magnum bullets and you miss and, and it's just very good you never you never have enough of anything you need mm. and that's very very good uh, it's, it's, it's phenomenal I immediately on finishing it the first time played it again and then I finished it again and played it again and I kept playing it and then I started playing my favourite bits <laughs> and then I, I played it again recently and I, I think I want to play it again and I think I want to trade some stuff in for a PS4 so I can play it remastered on my new telly and I think <laughs> I want to play the second one more than because there is a second one now has been announced yeah, Last coming, of Us yeah, yeah. Part 2 is we didn't coming. mention that that's very true Se- a second uh, Last of Us and an offshoot of Uncharted coming up. Oh. Exactly, yes. News, 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 yeah. news, news. Extra news, bonus news. And as I said in a previous one, if you haven't played The Last of Us, y- you can now quite easily. <laughs> if you've got a decent PS, uh, a pl- decent PC, sorry, hmm. you can, you can on PlayStation Access, you can now, you can play it on your PC. Hmm. So you can play it on the PC. You can play it on the PC. Now. Oh right, I'll yeah. have to go pick it. Anyway. And a PlayStation Three. Second hand will only cost you about seventy quid, and you can buy a copy of um, The Last of Us for maybe a tenner, and you should be able to play it like that. So play it, and if you haven't played it, just play it. What are you not trading in for your uh, PS4 then? What playing? The- yeah, yeah. Because if you're going to buy a PS4, what 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 have you got that you can? What can I trade in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got a. Kidney. I've got a 32 inch telly. Upstairs. Oh, excellent. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've got a 32 inch telly and I've got a PlayStation 3. I'm kind of on a PS4. That's And a bunch of games yeah, yeah. for it and about 300 DVDs that I could all just trade in. And I'm pretty sure that would get me about three quarters of the way. Mm. The way and then probably spend about 40, 50 pounds of real money getting a first PS4 or something and the like pre-owned version. one or something like that yeah. and that's it and I think I'd probably be quite safe is that what you want is is for is the remastered yeah and also I think I'd probably get the Uncharted collection <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just to play it looking a bit better and not as shit and then Uncharted 4 as well and probably Uncharted 4 <laughs> and I think what would probably happen is I'd come away from Uncharted 4 thinking yeah that was that was, that was alright actually <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's not on my list, Uncharted 4, but Last of Us is. Mm. Last of Us is a great game. And I was so, so surprised by the quality. I had no idea what to expect when I went into it. I thought Heavy Rain was going to be the mm. PS3 game that I would love the most. But actually, it's one of the ones that I hate the most. Um, Jason! Yeah. <laughs> Jason! Jason! Oh, no, Jason! <laughs> this is a terrible parenting. Yeah, there you Literally a dad who makes no eye contact with his children at all. Just literally always <laughs> looking up, like, oh, it's gone. <laughs> Where's Jason? Well, I don't know, wasn't he with you? No, he was standing next to you. Oh, I'm sorry. It doesn't even make eye contact with his wife. What? Lunchtime? <laughs> <laughs> even when he's swinging his kids around in the back garden, he's not making any eye contact with them. Wee! <laughs> while looking at the clouds. It's just, oh, it's just a bag of flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yes, that's me. Last of Us, bloody marvellous. Boom. Cool. Bush. Any more? Just go Bush. 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 
Uh, I'm going to go. So what I'm playing at the moment uh, is Dead Rising Four. Oh, I've got it. Which that's another game on the list. I'm yeah. really enjoying. It's. I mean, again, it's it's so tongue in cheek and silly. It's all set at Christmas. Yeah. So all the uh, the sort of the the zombie slaying things are quite seasonally <laughs> flavored. Excellent. Uh, which works really really well. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's sort of it's finally got rid of all the stuff that made. Dead Rising Timeless. annoying. So like, you know, it's a, such a Capcom thing yeah. to do. Like you've got this brilliant open world, completely full of things that are just begging you to go into all the different shops and try the different combinations yeah. of weapons and see what it's like killing zombies with one of these and one of these and one of these. And then it goes, oh, you haven't? Have you not been taking this seriously enough? Oh, well, you can't. You, that's it. You're screwed. <laughs> you you can't complete the game now. Which always felt a bit, yeah. of a, a bit of a kick. And I stuff. hated that one about the first one. I absolutely loved that mm. sort of. But I, would, I, I remember you walk out of that first safe room, yeah, and then you sort of found yourself in a sort of an area where there was a kind of mini food court. Just a playground. Just spent yeah. ages in there, and then yeah. suddenly something said, oh, "You missed a mission timer," and I was like, well, "What mission timer? I did, what?" Yeah. yeah, and I still I never worked out the like what you actually are meant to do to get all the things in time. Hell no. All so, these people say, oh yeah, it's quite easy, actually, you've got to go here. I'm like, it's not easy. <laughs> the second you step outside and that music starts and you see all those convicts in the heavily armed Humvee coming towards you, you just yeah. think, shit, how am I going to ever get across this? But you can't You can't play that. The first one, especially, you can't play it in the way you want to. No, you have no. to sort of, okay, well, I'll follow your rules to, to complete it and see the ending, and then I'm going to go back and dick around like I wanted to all along. <laughs> you want to play it like a light-hearted zombie film, yeah. which would involve... Somewhere between Home Alone and Shaun of the Dead, I suppose, where you're going to every shop and you're hitting hockey pucks at zombies yeah. to watch their heads explode, that kind of thing. So, and that's kind of that's what they've gone for. So, yeah. it's like the tone of it is just straight comedy. It is really funny. Um, the area that you're in is much bigger now. So, you've mm. gone back to the original mall in the first one. Oh, yeah. It's the town around it as well. Wow. Um, cool. And the the sort of the horde technology is incredible now. You get. Thousands of zombies. Three. On there was tons of zombies in the. Yeah, it felt like yeah, you can just get oh, absolutely hordes of them, and there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of things you can kill them with. Yeah, I, I need yeah, to play this great. game. Yeah, this might rise. So there's no time it's limit. Yeah, it's all just like just a no. It's like there any are other open worlds. Yeah, so you know it's it's back to exclamation marks on the on the map. You've got, you've got a. So an the story progresses as you want it to. You can just go and fuck around. Brilliant. Love you know, it. you can you can get the there's like a little. I'm, I'm, I've only just started playing it, but I'm absolutely loving it. So it's like funny, isn't it, that it's taken four games go. for them to finally find their well, I, I, I never played the third one, although it wasn't very well received. No, so that was on the time limit as well. Was that time yeah. Yeah. So was Dead Rising 2. Dead Rising 2 was the one with the yellow-coated... Yeah, in the casino. ...chuck thing. Yeah, yeah. Casino, yeah. yeah. See, I played that one for yeah. a while. That was fun. But again, it had the time yeah. limit thing, and once I got to a level that I literally couldn't get past because mm. the boss was so fucking impossible... Mm. I just kind of went, well, fuck this then. Yeah, I mean, that was great up until now. It was bollocks. Bored. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's always been my problem with Dead Rise, and that's why I'm quite so excited about this one. The other thing they've done is upped your inventory slots quite mm. a lot. Nice. Because that was always... That was a, that was always again, that was so Capcom. Yeah. The stupid inventory management. And the way, if you wanted to pick something up, but then you missed it, you have to... Right, I need to drop something, pick that up, drop something else, pick that up. Now you've got separate slots now for your like melee weapons, ranged weapons, and thrown weapons, and you can up the number of slots you have with a skill tree thing. So by not too far into it at all, you can carry a whole bunch of stuff, and you can switch really quickly between like a, a gun and mm. an axe or something. 
great. Really good. Really good fun. I'm sold. Yeah, I, I might. That might rise to the top of my list ah. mm. ahead of other games. But yes, um, games I've played. Then I suppose. Um, let's do Doom. Doom. Doom is amazing. Doom was a game I was skeptical about, and I had, and I thought before I went to work, I had a spare half an hour, and I picked it up in a Black Friday deal, and I sat down and. I played half an hour of it, and the moment when you wake up, you clench your fists, and you've got the, um, what are they called, the, the, the basically zombies, aren't mm. they? And you just grab one of the, he- the heads and just smash it against the, uh, the tablet that you've woken up on mm. after like some satanic ritual to bring you here. <laughs> um, I was immediately sold. It's the tongue-in-cheek look back the original Doom games, I think, as well. I think it does that incredibly well. Mm. Um, <clears throat> everything from the other Doom games is there, but it explains why you have it a lot of the time. Yeah. And so like, if you want, it, it's as in-depth as you want it to be. So this morning before I finished the game, finally finished it today, um, I sat and just went through all the monsters because you pick up codexes on all the monsters and it explains how they came about and why they're like that and... They're always fairly bobbins reasons why they are like that, but it's still fun to just sit and read through. The game itself flows like no other first-person shooter out there at the moment, I think. Mm. Although there, there might be another game that I think might flow a little bit better that I'll talk about later. Mm. <clears throat> it's just so much fun. It's really dark. It's really metal. You described it as metal earlier. Yeah. It is, it is a, it, the equivalent <laughs> of the most heavy metal album complete with metallic writing on the front and a demon ripping a heart out on the front cover. This yeah. is a metal game, but it is so much fun. Yeah. And every weapon performs differently and you will use every single weapon you get. You won't you'll have a favourite, but at some point you'll be like, out of ammo on that, move on to the next one. You'll feel like Neo in the Matrix just dropping guns and then just picking them up. Yeah. You um, It's old school like you can carry fifteen weapons. You carry all the weapons in the game. Yeah by the end of it and it makes a point of pretty much it's fairly obvious when you're picking them up as well Um, and it does a very good job of making you use every single weapon as well and particularly the end boss when you're just firing everything you've got at it (laughs) just like right that's done on to the next one right now I need more ammo fire the BFG did bosses very well bosses the only thing I'll say about the bosses is I found the bosses easier than a lot of the arenas yes but, but yeah. that's what I mean, is that yeah. the bosses is one big enemy. Yeah. Whereas the arenas were chaos, everything coming from yeah. all angles. You've got to be up on everything, and the double jump really helped in those instances. And you've got to decide what you want to take out first very quickly. Because mm-hmm. mm. otherwise you'll end up dithering, and as soon as you dither, you're in a corner, and there's no way of getting out of it. It's like yeah. portals that more of them come through, aren't they? <coughs> yes. Yeah. Try and destroy yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, really good game. Deserves all the credit it's getting at the moment. Still gave me the heebie-jeebies in places. Yeah, same. Really shocked me. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Doom Three earlier yeah. about how that was a bit more sort of survival horror reaction and stuff like that, and mm. relied a lot on jump scares. But there were still some bits in Doom that made me go. Ah! Yeah, yeah. There's there's a few bits. Yeah. But the general theme of it's pretty dark. Really, really dark. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what was it you said earlier? Something what? about um, you felt like. Playing it on Christmas Eve was something yeah, that... Playing on Christmas Eve, because I think Jesus would want me to go <laughs> to hell and kill some demons. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, um, it's, um, yeah, it's just the, the theme is incredibly dark. Even, like, 
the whole reason they've gone to hell's really dark to harness this argent energy really good game though really good fun but as a as a plot yeah yeah what a thing to as a company yeah. to think yeah i think power let's let's get some power from hell yeah that's that's what how we'll solve the energy crisis <laughs> ultimate alternative <laughs> renewable yeah. energy source yeah it's always souls. Yeah. <laughs> and like, the, there, is, there is not a good person in that game. No. The, 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 no one's good. No. Like, even you, they're like, in the bit where he's going, right, this is the only access we have to this energy, so don't destroy them. Mm. And the first one you're destroying us, and the second one he goes, look, don't do it, okay? Just, just stop destroying it, destroy it. And the third one he goes, this is, this is it. You have a choice here. You can either destroy this or not. And as you're saying, you see your hand doing this. Yeah. It's <laughs> like wrapping into a fist. Just burst <laughs> through it. Because <laughs> you've already made your mind up, no matter what he says. It's just hilarious. <laughs> but it's yeah, really, really fun game. That's nice. Yeah. Tom? Um, I'm actually having trouble uh, deciding what to talk about next, really. Last of Us again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, might just, I might just go through yeah that again. Um... Oh, I tell you what, I tell you what, a nice little game, really surprised me, but had me pretty much hooked. Yeah. Um, and just, this is an aside, so get ready yeah. to clip. Is the, is, was 2016 the year where I played Thomas Was Alone for the first yes, time? Yes, it was, yeah, because I was going to mention that. Because, yeah, yeah that, that was the thing. I was just thinking, I couldn't remember that it was the end of 2015 or not. Anyway. anyway, yeah, so I wanted to talk about Thomas Was Alone, which turned out to be, yes... <laughs> which turned out to be one of the most pleasantly charming gaming experiences I've had. In, you know, very much like the sort of experience I had when I first played Minecraft, which mm. was such a nice and tranquil kind of, oh, you know, this, you know, gaming doesn't have to be about guns and all that sort of stuff. This is actually really quite nice. Like, I'm, I'm having fun building. Mm. Thomas was alone. Evoked the same thing in me. Danny Wallace's narration fantastic. of yeah. that is just pitch perfect. Yeah as these little AI fragments slowly gain an understanding of what they want to do to get away from the programmers that created them yeah. trying to stop them because they're worried that these AIs are becoming sentient, which they are. And they are just blocks. And they're cute. Yeah. They they're just, it's just, blocks. Thomas is just a red He's a square. red rectangle. Yeah, yeah. That's all he is. He's just and then some of them are tall, but they, they're, the size of the blocks Gives them personality. Absolutely, and That's I love crazy. the fact that you suddenly you suddenly go from you know having little Thomas and then Claire. And, yeah. and you know the narration is like, but Claire realised she had superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just this, like adorable little like pink cube is now a now a little personality. I'm, and Team Jump, the seven <laughs> or eight little tiny little white blocks that yes. can jump really high and. You know, you have to. It's just, it's just lovely. It's I'm, so such lovely, charming platforming. I might have mentioned this on the pod, and I am unashamed to admit that there is one game that I've cried at the ending of on this mm. list that we've been talking about, and it's Thomas Was Alone. It's adorable. It's so sweet. And let's give this a go. What what platforms it on? Xbox One. You can get it. Yeah, it's on Xbox, everything. Yeah. yeah. Can you get? Is it on tablets? On iOS? I don't think it's on iOS. Actually, saying that. I don't saying. know. It's on. Um, Definitely on the consoles. Yeah, it's on PC. I'm pretty sure it's on PC yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, it's very, very charming. Very, very nice. The music, the soundtrack yeah. is excellent. Lovely. Again, very charming, very happy. But there's also a real sort of sense of drama in some mm. bits of it as well. Mm. Like Dan says, the ending is particularly um, affecting, especially because the whole 
um, the whole game is broken up with kind of uh, what look like news clippings or comments from people who are talking about what uh, an event called Emergence Day. Yeah. Um, and one of these people is uh, is an AI itself who it turns out is like a campaigner for AI rights. <laughs> and it's an AI basically saying, you know, until Emergence Day, AIs like us never really had, um, you know, much much awareness in the world and people didn't really pay much attention to us, but they pay attention to us now. So obviously whatever you're doing, you suddenly realise is leading up to some major event where AI suddenly becomes something that's recognised as a... Mm. As a as a thing, you know, it's a, it's not just something that was you know reserved to, you know, Osimo, Asimo, or what's it? I can't remember. I'm, the I'm little remember. robot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's not just things like that. It's you know they've become real people. It's just lovely. Yeah, you, and some of the little additional levels, like set with a father the different and son, characters. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jet really sweet. Yeah. There, and they're literally just blocks again, yeah. but just they're you know their father and son. They're going deeper and deeper into the cave or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. It. And he's the father's painting the whole thing. Mm. As 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 like he says, a, a sort of a child's story into getting into a cave, but it's actually them getting to the point where you finish the main campaign mm. and emerge as an you know it's lovely, it's absolutely lovely. lovely. No, I'm gonna skip that. What a game! Seven pound fifty on Xbox One. Nice. And if you get it in the instant indie collection, you get Thomas Was Alone, Stealth Inc. Two, which I've never played, but you get the Swapper as well, which you really like. Which would probably had Thomas Was Alone not yeah. been. On my list, the yeah. swapper certainly would have been. It's a very, very clever game, mm-hmm. but it's not the one I want to talk about. So maybe I could talk about it on another pod. Or yeah, something. definitely. But that's um, a nice little bundle. It's also very nice little yeah. bundle. Although Stealth Think is a bit rubbish. I've never played that. Wank. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of thing Thomas was alone. I picked up for two pounds. It's the kind of thing that goes into sale though. So I'm, yeah, no, I got some. Yeah, man. Cool. Awesome. Right. Next up, Russ. So I think I've pretty much talked about all the games I've played this year. I've, I've yep. not had access to my console very much no, that's this fair. year. Um, so the only other game that I've really played is Wolfenstein. We've talked about that loads anyway. Oh, I love that game. Um, but So I'm going to talk about a shit game that I played this year. So okay. on the Steam sale, Duke Nukem, uh, the latest one, yeah. was about £2. Oh, really? So I got it out of curiosity, and it is fucking dreadful. Really? What's the, that, forever? Remake. Yeah. It's... Actively embarrassing to play that game the one with that your starts. wife in the room. <laughs> like, with the twins. Yeah. It's so bad. It's awful, isn't it? It <laughs> is so... It's like... I mean, everyone always made the point, like... Even for a game that's spent 12 years in development purgatory, it mm. seems rushed. Yeah. Well, because it was. <laughs> like, that... It's not one thing that spent 12 years in development. They started, scrapped it, started, scrapped it, started, yeah. scrapped it. So the, the finished one that came out probably was in development for less time yeah. than a normal AAA game. It's just yeah. that they also had 12 years' worth of notes and half-baked ideas to try and cram in there as well. Yeah. But yeah, for, I mean, it's it's like... Have you, did it's you play sort of, to the end? No, I've, I've only played sort of a, a bit. I literally had to sort of try and sit so that my wife couldn't see the screen for the first half hour of it. And it starts with him having a piss. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got these Picking ridiculously and... over-sexualised characters. Yeah. And you say, oh my God, this is, like, this is what gets games criticised in the media. And it is 100% right in this case. Did you get to the, the dream in the strip club level? I don't think so. Because that <laughs> don't worry about spoiling it. I mean, I'm probably I'm probably going to finish it, but I'm not too it's, ingrained in the plot. It's just awful. Like everything, 
it, it, I mean, there's there's a point where he goes, where he he gets out of some van and goes over to another dude who's standing by, like what looks like an armory van, and the guy goes, "Oh, dude, do you need your power armor?" And you look in the back, and it's basically Master Chief's armor, and he goes. You know, armor. I don't need armor. armor. Armor's for pussies. Basically, having a stab at, at Halo. But the point is that there's so much the game does that is a direct rip-off of Halo. <laughs> <laughs> that it's just like, yeah, hang on. You, you, this is what they call having your cake and eating it. You can't, mm. you know, you can't take the piss out of things that you've stolen so much yeah. from. And things that are basically held up as sort of redefining the yeah. genre. Oh my god, it's just, I mean, it's just awful on so many levels. I remember, I mean, I've, I've spoken about it on the pod yeah. before, and I, I always come back to the whole thing, which is just, it, there's a reason, like you say, that people don't like gamers. And if you get caught playing Duke Nukem Forever, yeah. <laughs> then you're, you're part of the problem. I, I feel terrible that I bought the Collector's Edition. <laughs> I feel terrible. Do you know what? I, I, I bought the 30th anniversary um, version of, um, uh, of Duke Nukem 3D. Yeah. And it's excellent fun to play yeah. over again in the 3D world that doesn't look weird and you can actually look up and everything looks okay. Mm. It's really good fun. It's more fun than Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm prob- I'm going to try and plough through it Get just, through just to, to the see end, just to if see it is it as bad as everyone says. But so, so far, it has been. It's the the epitome of how terrible a game it is is that a massive three titted alien, which <laughs> is quite easily quite easily one of the most disgusting things you'll ever see, arises out of this big sort of lava pit, and the first thing Duke says is three boobs. I'd hit that. <laughs> it says it all. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> excellent. I I have only played the very start of that game and then lost interest very quickly. It's just awful. It's not good. Abysmal. It's not good. I, I, could, I could talk about a game that I played that was bad. I, I'm usually quite impressed by most games. Because, I quite like this. This is a nice yeah. twist, actually, on yeah. the thing. It's like, what and then, the then we'll maybe do a speed round afterwards, potentially, unless you've got any I don't know if you have anything else. Oh, really? I've got a few others I've played, but yeah. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Ugh. I haven't played the new one because Call of Duty Black Ops 3 was so bad oh, but, but that was well past my failing yeah. to give a shit cut off of Call of Duty yeah. which I think was after <clears throat> what's the not the sort of space future one but there's one that's in the future in Ghosts the I think, I, think I, played, Ghost, I played Ghosts but I never bothered with Black Ops but after Ghosts I thought oh, fuck it it's exactly the same game every time it just moves <clears throat> 10 years into the future every yeah, year Ghost about this time I get a desperate urge to play the latest Call of Duty game and that's what happened last year with Black Ops Three, and because it's become like FIFA now, mm. like it just comes out every year, and it's yeah. exactly the same with a few little bells and whistles polished slightly. <laughs> I uh, played um, this game over. To, to, I wanted a five-hour campaign that I could start and finish in one sitting, and think basically feel like I've played an action film, which is what Call of Duty does pretty well usually. This one, they'd obviously responded to the criticism that the games were a bit short and they drew it out in the worst possible way a lot of it's set in one of the characters head basically in the dream world mm. because a lot of it's done through like microchips attached to the back of people's skulls and stuff like that um, matrix yeah and it's and it's just bollocks it's just you know, <laughs> that's not why you play call of duty and, and, and i was playing it and you go through one dream level, and then you go, and then you go through one of the other characters' dream level, and then you go through one of the other characters. But they're all exactly the same. But they've got this other character 
in the same worlds, basically. And it's just obviously they thought, I know how we can add an extra couple of hours to this. Yeah. And it's just nonsense. Just it makes me feel bit. slightly depressed just thinking about it. Yeah. It just feels like Call of Duty, when Modern Warfare came out, it did something fun. And you felt, you played a campaign and you thought, well, this is about as good as first person shooters will get on consoles. This is this is the pinnacle of what they, they know what they're doing here, mm. and they have milked that cow so dry that now it's not even anything that remotely resembles what yeah. made it so good in the first yeah. place. The first two modern warfare, the single player campaigns were <laughs> spot on. They were you, so good. Do you remember when you had the option to skip through the airport level? Yeah, because there'd been such a hubbub about it. And now it feels like it's constantly trying to have one of those shocking moments in every mm. single game, but no one gives a shit anymore. So, remember, no Russian. Yeah, that was that. That was good. Those two games were good, and then the um, the le- the appropriate level as well, in with the Chernobyl level. Oh the, yeah, the, all the, gillied up. Yeah, yeah, which was great as well. The biggest mistake that has been made with the latest game is making it so that you have to buy the latest game to play the remake, the remaster even, of COD 4. Oh, God, yeah. They will eventually sell it as a separate game. I'm sure they will, yeah. And I'll buy it. And I will buy it then. Mm, yeah. I do not want to play Infinite So I think there's a lot of people that don't want... Because you have to buy the like deluxe edition of it, don't you? Which is, and what, 60 like, quid or something? No, no, 75. Say, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck, that's ridiculous. They've already re- it has been reduced to 60 now. But, but yeah, it's still. You know, I don't want to spend sixty no. pounds for a game that I've already played, but quite like to play again, mm. and one that I just don't care about. And there's, I think, there's enough people that feel like that that because it's not going to cost them anything. They just release it as a download. The problem, it's a separate program, isn't it? It's, it's a separate game. So it'll be it'll be sooner sooner rather than later as well because the latest Call of Duty hasn't done nearly no. as well as the other ones have in the past. Yeah, it's just because yeah. there's no way they're not going to make a bunch of money out of something that they've got and don't have to put any effort into. Can I can I tie in another game, potentially? Please yeah, do. there was one that just came to mind, which would be a bit disappointing game that I played in 2016. Okay. You go first, yeah. Well, the, one of the reasons that Call of Duty did so badly was it came out within two weeks of Battlefield 1, which what I played was quite good, mm-hmm. and the far superior to all three of them, and probably... If I hadn't played Doom, the best first-person shooter I've played this year, which is Titanfall 2, which is, to be fair to Titanfall 2, it, it is all it's done is what we expected Titanfall 1 to do, mm. but it's done it really well. And it's a I, lot never, of I never got into the original Titanfall. I tried, tried it a few times. I just didn't play Titanfall really 2. The, the campaign in Titanfall 2 is really good. There's a couple of really nice mechanics that I believe has got something similar to Dishonored 2. In terms of time manipulate manipulation, yeah, both of them have a level, yeah. a single level, where a thing that allows you to mess around with time arrives, mm. and then it just disappears with no explanation, yeah. and you suddenly can't do it again, and you're just like, well, that was really awesome yeah. for that level. I really enjoyed that, but, but you yeah. couldn't, you can't have a time manipulation thing in a multiplayer game, though, can you? No, this uh, this is all. Tell that to Max Payne three. <laughs> this is all. Um, this is all um, the, the, the single player campaign, which is really good. You get really attached to your mech as well. 
The mechs have got like personalities now, haven't they? This one, yeah. Hi, Dan. It's, it's personal. It's personal. I'm Don't sorry. Leave me. Sorry, I'm getting you killed. <laughs> it's personality is that your hat doesn't have a personality. If that makes sense. So you ask you. you I just that... drag my nuts and bolts over here. Yeah. Just, just die in a corner. I love you. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> uh, you seem to have forgotten about me, though. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm still here. Um, some of the. I wish it was about two hours longer is the only thing I would say mm. about it. But because the, some of the most fun aspects of it are early on in the game, you get the ability to listen in on the enemy mechs. And they're all talking about this guy who's broken into the facility and he's doing so-and-so. So, and they're like, send so-and-so in. And then her little face will come up and it's just like a mask and it's really cool. And So you'll have bosses and the bosses are all in uh, different mechs, basically. Uh, and they're, they're the really cool parts of it. You're building up to these boss fights with... The, the characters in the mechs and the mechs all look awesome and a lot of people complain about the the, the actual mech side of it and would rather the, the free running kind of parkour side of things which is really cool but I like that you're fighting on two different levels you're never going to take a mech down if you're not in a mech yourself and although a mech is just basically a bigger person when you're in the mech it's it kind of it's, it's easily the most fun single-player campaign I've played that wasn't Doom in a first-person shooter this year, I would say. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a special place in my heart for Titanfall, and I think I like what they've done this year. And out of the three of them, I'd rather that was the one that existed rather than Battlefield 1, The Call of Duty. But, yeah. Wow, that's cool. quite a bold statement. Yeah, the Titanfall 2 is fantastic. So much fun. And what Titanfall 2 does in terms of mechanics, in terms of movement, shooting... Call of Duty is still trying to do and still can't get right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah interesting. Whereas Battlefield's very slow and plodding compared to these two. Yeah. But yeah. What's your what's your bad game that you played then? It's the one that the more I think about, I'm more upset. If it's Resident Evil feel, 4, just... No, that I feel disappointed <laughs> about. As a as a Deus Ex fan, I never ah. I never imagined that I would utter the words especially not after human revolution. Hmm. What every, a lot of the stuff they got right in Human Revolution, they made better in Mankind Divided, mm. but at the same time completely missed what I think was the main point of it, mm. which was while Mankind Divided is really good and allows you to do whatever you like to achieve a certain goal, and its version of Prague in the future is fantastically mm. done, it just ends mm. like that. That's right. The last as one soon as you get into it, and the the whole org structure now, mm. you find out that like, it's a spoiler alert. You find out you've got some like hidden orgs that have somehow mysteriously made their way into your body. But you can't have fun with them without sacrificing an entire org tr org tree. So you can kind of go, well, you know, you because you, you have this like um, uh, heat level that mm. your body can't cope with. So if you have uh, an illegal one of your hidden orgs running, you have to sacrifice a whole tree of one of your main orgs to be able to have the processing power to run this new org mm. so there's all these really cool things that usually over the over the course of the game you'd get a chance to sort of have a little dabble with all of them before you kind of think oh yeah I'm going to specialise here every time yeah. I get a practice point I'm going to deal, you know shove it into this, this one I use the here. most I'm going to use it and also it did the worst thing that games do these days if you want to experience this game with all the orgs and have a really good time playing it, you have to make microtransactions. Oh. And it encourages it and it pushes it. Oof. And it's 
you know, even the DLC that's come out has felt like a kind of... They made the game and they went, nah, you can yeah. have that later. Nah, you can have that later. Nah, that seems like a pretty good point. It just feels like a really cynical release. In a full-priced game, yeah. it's just not on. It's not on. To suddenly suddenly go to you, well, you know, if you want to, you could buy 10 Praxis points mm. for seven ninety nine. That would unlock a few things. And just think, I've just spent... You know, like you said, the price of a full game. I don't want to mm. now spend more money. Mm. And there comes a point where you kind of go, mm, have I been bitten by the bug enough and maybe I could do that? Mm. But then you suddenly sensory gains again and you go, as much fun as I'm having, I don't want to, you know, spend another tenner having more fun. Mm. I just felt it was really cynical because the first game was marvellous and was re- and, and is rightly regarded as one of the best games that's ever been made because it, it, it is. The, the second one, Invisible War, kind of missed the mark a bit, mm. but it still wasn't a bad game. Human Revolution was it was that. It was bringing what made the first one so good into the modern day and giving it a nice paint job mm. and making it really good. And it was really deep and fun, like the other ones, the conspiracy was good and it made you feel like you were uncovering cool stuff. But then this one is cynical. It's the first mm. one that's felt really cynical. And that's not really good with a game with a legacy like Deus Ex. You know, Call of Duty, you kind of go, well, fuck it, it's like the millionth Call of Duty You know what you're getting. Yeah. You know, what am I expecting from it? I'm not expecting anything. With Deus Ex, you expect a certain... got a good credo. But it's Square Enix. Yeah. So what else? So what are you actually expecting, you know? People who literally are whores. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. In contrast, Watch Dogs... If you want to sponsor a Square Enix, that's fine. <laughs> in contrast, Watch Dogs 2 is a game that I've started, haven't got very far in, but it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm quite and curious about that. I, I think I think there's a lot of license for games. I think people want games where you can just do anything now. I think that's what makes Just Cause fun. It is so much, yeah. And, and I think that's what makes Watch Dogs 2 fun, that you can go about it in any way you want. You can... But I think you can pretty much go through the game without firing a shot and just have your drone do everything. I, don't, I mean, I haven't played it, yeah. but I've, I've read a fair bit about it, and it's to me, it feels like the inc- including guns was a mm. bit of a misstep. Yeah, because you're meant to be like this sort of likable, sort of millennial hacker type, yeah. aren't you? You're not. You're not a villain. So mission of vigilante, really. Yeah, but mm. so like you're you're meant to be sort of a on the side of good, hacktivist type. Yeah. but you can go and execute 15 police officers and I think the the joy that people are getting out of this game is by not doing that yeah. but sending your little drone in to just so that was always the best the, the first yeah. I mean the first one was flawed deeply because you didn't not care about him blank grey balloon as a character yeah and all it went it was the, the plot was too dull all the sort of human trafficking stuff like, it doesn't need that it was totally yeah, that's misjudged a, that was a got, real misstep I remember yeah. playing that mission thinking I'm actually having a horrible of humans yeah Whereas, but it, it didn't really feel like sure. the game had kind of deserved that they'd just gone oh we want something really worthy in here well, let's you know flick through the headlines and pick something out that we can drop in yeah. the, the second humans. one the second humans. one focuses on things like Making sure you're trending and stuff like yeah. that, and mm. it's just fun. Like everything I've had, it's fun. I've I've used my little yo-yo weapon a couple of times, mm. but I haven't used sadly the, the PC reviews of it are very very bleak. But that's, um, there's been a lot of problems with PC ports this year in general, or last year in general. I was going to say of all the things in um, in 2016, you know, aside from the what feels like the you know sort of the the millions of celebrity deaths. Mm has been how PC gaming has come to feel like it has been cemented as the afterthought. Mm. 
Well, PC games are now ports of consoles, yeah. Right, yeah. aren't they? It's a real, it's a real shame. Like, no, there's there seem to be very few studios who kind of look at the PC version as well. It needs to be good. For, you know, it needs to be properly optimised and we need to create a version that's worthy of it. You know, Arkham Knight is a clear case in point of how not to do it right. Mm. PC gamers do not want capped frame rates. They do not want um, capped uh, resolutions. They want to be able to play and tinker, so you need to give them that flexibility. Yeah. You know, this isn't, this isn't a, a big ask because a lot of this stuff will be going on behind the scenes, mm. but let them be the ones that decide how to do it because it's a completely different audience. You know, you're yeah. not playing with people who just want to shove a disc in a drawer and then play. You're playing with people who want to make sure that their, their rig is being used best. Yeah, Doom's incredible for that. It? It's got yeah. millions of options. Millions of options. Even, even some of the, you know, the sort of indie games that are released nowadays have options. Mm. You know, you can up your gamma and you can fiddle around with your anti-aliasing and, you know, just to get the right balance that works yeah. perfectly and you're still getting like 65 FPS. You know, it's that's what being a PC gamer is all about, is playing a game knowing that you're getting, you're seeing it at the peak that your yeah. computer can handle. And if you're just getting a port of a console game, Absolutely. Then, then that's not... Oh, oh I've got to say, big, uh, single biggest disappointment yeah. after Mankind Divided was the Ezio collection, uh, the Assassin's Creed um, kind of remastered version. Yeah. It was fucking pants. Even though it was the games, mm. um, the technical um, problems that they experienced that were then heavily patched um, were inexcusable for, mm. a game, for games with the legacy like Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah. What a shock. I've got a couple more honourable mentions. Okay. So I'll just read them out and then there's a couple more people that people have sent in a couple. Okay. So mm. then we'll wrap it up. I played Limbo for the first time this year. Good man. Year. Oh no, I played it before but I played it on my phone. So I played it properly for the first time last hey. year. What do you think? That's incredible. It's, it's incredible. Game. It's not as good as Inside, but it's incredible. Uh, Bunk we mentioned Gone Home I played as well, mm-hmm. which is was a fun. You think there's a ghost around every corner? I think there's, there's never a, spoilers. There's never a ghost. There's nothing. No. Um, her story, Oxen Free game you're playing at the moment. Oxen Free. Oxen Out and Free. It's, it's <laughs> Oxen Free is great. Oxen Free is 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 fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really creepy, and you're sitting there with your little radio dial. And, yeah. It's really good. Love that game. Uh, Firewatch was a good gun. Oh, what a game. Yeah. I'm working on that at the moment. I'm loving it. You enjoying it, yeah? Yeah. It's good, isn't it, right? Mm. Uh, Life is Strange I played this year as well. Oh, nice. Was that We both played that this yeah, year, yeah. didn't we? That's, yeah. that's a good game. Very good game. Really, really good. Yeah. Tom Salone, we mentioned Batman Arkham Knight. I really enjoyed. One of the only games I've 100%ed in the last couple of years. <laughs> so I still just, can't believe you got all of those Riddler trophies. Just, I wanted the ending. And the ending um, didn't change. A yeah, you can deal. watch it on YouTube for free. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go all that through that shit. More Batman. I played Batman Telltale series as well, which yeah. is really good. Nice. And Forza Horizon Three, which is really good fun. Um, other than that, we things that people have sent in. Interaction. Interaction with you people. We're trending on the YouTubes. We are. We're not trending on the YouTubes. We are. We've got someone who's uh, sent us one to so the too much time on our hands one, which is. Uh, Paul Edge, who's going to do some writing for us. He's actually done it. I just haven't put it up yet. Um, Kerbal Space Program. I really want to play that. Interesting. Yeah. I know it's really good. It's, I mean, it's meant to be sort of quite challenging to get into, mm. but oh, it's like it looks um, really good fun. It's like Big Boy Meccano. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's good fun. <laughs> yeah. You never uh, have to leave your couch. That's the best bit about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gears of War Four. 
which is on my list and it's meant to be amazing. I don't think I'm interested enough. Oh, really? I'm, I'm fair, never fair going play. to Gears of War. Don't think I'm interested enough. Play uh, through the first one. It's all right. Thomas Was Alone is on his list as well. Oh, good. It's a great game. Uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Has anyone seen the Assassin's Creed film? No, I'm, I'm no, going to see it I've read the reviews. I've read the reviews. Um, and Doom was his other game. Yeah. That's an interesting list. Mm. Uh, and then Rich has sent us a games list of a different kind. Um, so this is Richard Daylon, who's a friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sent uh, only four in no particular order. Star Wars, Force and Destiny, uh, Blood Bowl, Warhammer, and Age of Sigmar, and X-Wing. So he's talking about board games and military games. Now, of those, I've only played Force and Destiny, which is a lot of fun, and we need to get back into it at yep. some point. And we need to get you into it as well, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Intimidatingly thick rulebook is up there. Role playing. Yeah. If you're up for it. Uh, yeah. Are there sex scenes? Nudity? <laughs> if, you know, it's all in your imagination. So yeah. Nice. Maybe we won't let Tom be the GM for a while, because <laughs> it's going to get sexy yeah. very quickly. <laughs> Suddenly you're all naked. So we'll we'll do that at some point. And I, a big jar of coconut oil yeah, appears I, in the middle. I thought maybe we could have a go at it on the pod at some point as well, potentially. Maybe. Yeah. That might could be quite be a boring, boring pod to listen to. <laughs> Alternatively, we could go back to the, um, oh, the Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah, the Choose Your Own Adventures. I think that might be quite fun. The, um, the reissue Blood Bowl, is, oh, that, is it the, the same dragon? rules as the classic 90s so, one? Yeah. Because that was a lot of fun. It is, yeah. Richard's got it, so we might play that sometime mm. as well. This is just planning our free time now. Yeah. Um, so we're going to head off. Maybe Jim the Dragon should make a return. I like Jim the Dragon. I forgot about him. Yes. Oh, he could do some reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Naive, optimistic little dragon that he is. So he could do previews. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Journalist, journalist does the um, sour reviews. So. We're going to wrap this up. This is the rebirth of Too Much Time on Our Hands. We've got a lot of plans. Well, we've, have got, we? we've got plans to have plans. <laughs> a bit more accurate. We've been thinking pretty hard about <laughs> thinking about some we, plans. We, we had a 10-minute conversation before this started yeah. Yeah. about some of the stuff we might do. A 10-minute might be exaggerating a bit as well. Uh, we might check the emails at some point. Till Still then. there. Still there. <laughs> Talk to us at tmtoh.com. <laughs> anyway, all that I think is left to say is that obviously we have Twitter which is at 2mtooh.com and we also have Facebook facebook.com forward slash tmtooh yeah there is the website but all of this stuff is going to go through something of a facelift yeah the pod is what it's always been about but I think we have some surprises in store for some people who may have thought that Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily going to go anywhere I think we have a plan I'm going to rise like a salmon (laughs) I think we have a plan I think we've got something I say we've got a plan for a plan yeah yeah I think that works yeah that works cool with that uh, we're going to go now but we'll be back again next week (laughs) yeah is this you trying to schedule in the next podcast maybe a little bit yeah (laughs) I don't know which one we can do this on email okay yeah we're going to do this next week won't we (laughs) (laughs) we'll be back next week (laughs) I'll see you anyway thanks thanks for listening see you soon goodbye bye Bye. (laughs) excellent stuff